Hey guys, how you doing this morning? Welcome to a special Tuesday show. Let me turn that down just a little bit. This is going to be a good one. We're going to have a, a special guest and we're going to talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. But before I jump into that, welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I'm your host, Dwayne. I'm not a therapist. I'm an individual much like you who's been through an a interestingly unique experience that has uh, caused a lot of stress and uh, confusion, I guess, in my life. And over the course of the years of my experience, I developed tips and techniques that uh, help me regain my sanity that I share with you to help you do the same and gain your sanity, build a better life, repair the damage, and just erase toxic people out of your life. And if you have kids, hopefully to repair the damage that's probably been done on that. The other thing I always like to mention is don't go throwing around diagnoses. Now, I know during this show, we're going to be making a lot of assumptions and we're going to be comparing behavioral patterns to what a narcissistic borderline type person, anybody in the cluster B might do. I know there's differences, but so just keep in mind that unless you have a clinical diagnosis, don't go around diagnosing people because it'll just get you in trouble. If you like this channel, please consider becoming a subscriber and hitting the bell notification. And if you really like this channel, become a channel member over on youtube.com uh, under dad's Surviving divorce just scroll down look at the the perks and everything for being a channel member and, and click the button uh, the text notification system is working so if you want to get notified like at this show before it goes live you can text dsd live to 844-598-0012 on that uh, also, the last day of the You Get to Be You series is today, so if you missed any of that and you want to be able to get it before it shuts completely down, you can go over to yougettobeyou.com slash Dwayne and sign up for that. That way you can look at my or listen to my episode plus all the other ones. Um, and I think I'm working on an issue, or not an issue, a thing with Veronica to do a, uh, a special bonus thing just for men. Um, more to come on that. Be a good reason to sign up for the text notifications if you're interested. And, uh, yeah. So on that, hopefully you guys are having a good day. Hopefully technology doesn't fail me today. I was a little worried when I hit the first button, it didn't work. But my special guest today is Leslie Powers from Spiritually Empowered Coaching. I'm going to hit the button and see what happens here. Hey, that looks like it works. Hey, let, uh oh, let me see if I can turn uh -oh. you up. There you go. I turned you down a minute ago. So okay. good morning. Good morning. <laughs> For people who don't know about you, can you give a quick, uh, uh, a little, a little spiel on who you are and what you do, and then I'll, I'll, we'll just jump into it. Uh oh. Well, I guess I'm just the lady version of you without the kids. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Essentially, uh, went through pretty much the same thing as most people that are here, and decided that enough was enough. Like we needed more education and more help when it comes to this, because it's kind of like this silent thing that kind of rips through your life and it's horrible. So I help people get through to the other side and yeah. it's been, it's been a blessing. It really has. It's been something that I didn't, I never thought I'd see myself here. Oh, I hear you on that one. <laughs> well, and just so if people don't know, Les and I have been basically collaborating, what, for three years now? I mean, we've known each other for about three years. Has it been that long? I think it's been five. I was trying to figure out the other day how long we've actually been friends. And I think it's like closer to five. Might be. I lose, I lose track of time. So we've done a few collaborations. I will put all her information down in, uh, down in the description and the show notes. Uh, I'm going to hit this button and it's going to cause a little bit of problem because I forgot to set this up first. But what I'll do is just go like this. Uh, this is her channel. If you're looking for it, just spiritually empowered coaching. And the reason that Les is here with us today, as that's trying to load. Let me come back over here. And now that this is where I make mistakes, where I forgot to preload everything. So now I got to hopefully that uh, my switcher will switch back. Let me, okay, let me, God. We fly by the seat of our pants. I love it. Uh, I, knew, I knew better than to hit a button. So um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, a few months ago before, well, basically, Whenever the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing started up, whenever they were getting ready to go to court and everything, Les and I were talking, and uh, we both thought, you know, hey, it would be a really good thing to to do this, to to talk about that and use this story as an example. Uh, and then I didn't do it; <laughs> she did it. But and and you've done a huge series on on a lot of the the recordings that a lot of people have heard, and then all the court cases and everything. Yeah. 
So that was one of the reasons we've been talking about doing something like this for quite a while. And uh, finally, we've been able to, to make it happen. So Here we are. let me now see my, my system is actually kind of imploding on me. So I have uh -oh. to let me let me try to back or work through the technology. I'm going to flip over here. Here we go. I don't know why it does this. Sometimes it just kind of wigs out and it makes, makes it, makes it complicated. But, uh, okay. So I'm sure everybody is familiar with this story, right? I mean, it was a few years ago, there was, uh, the whole issue where Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were going through a divorce. And then like so many people who, who've experienced, who are on this channel know it's like allegations started flying, you know, he's an abuser, he's a, a, a physically abusive person, there were audio recordings came out, it effectively ceased his career, you know, he lost roles, uh, she was elevated, everyone was believing her, mm -hmm. and then time passed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing, when uh, it, it, it all started to, to crumble, and I got, I ha and I'm not ashamed to admit this. When I first saw that thing on TMZ, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I said, oh, Johnny, that's a shame. And that was yeah. the last I thought of it. I, I never thought of it again. Like, it's not like I got in this uproar that he did this. Like, I just thought, oh, that's a shame he went that way. And then that was it. It was out of my life. And then obviously, like, I kept watching his movies and whatever. Like, yeah. it never occurred to me that to, to tie those two together. And then when the recordings came up, I remember I remember having that moment of saying, "Oh, that's a shame." And then I said, "Well, wait, wait a second. Yeah, like I I felt personally duped that I for a split second thought this thing about this person that I don't know and you know whatever. And just as it all unfolds, the more you look into it, the more it unravels. Yeah. It, it, it's it, it, and it's a shame because she did have so many people on her side. Well, and 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 and, and, look, and for, for one thing, we had asked everybody to ask questions, and we have a list of those we're going to start going through. And I mean, questions. just a ton of stuff, so we won't be able to get through all of them. But um, it's just it's it's a it, this whole story is a great example of how this plays out. And, and like what you just said is so important because a lot of people are like, well, how do people believe it? And it's like, you know, cursory drive by someone says something. It's like we instinctively think, well, people aren't going to lie about stuff like that. Or, exactly. you know, and, and, and we're also kind of programmed certain types of behaviors, right? It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's probably true, right? I mean, and you don't, you don't even think about it or you just think, okay, well, they deserve or they got what they deserved. And, and I think coming into it, I, I remember, and I haven't followed this as closely, obviously, as you have, but, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that was interesting is when everybody was firing him and he was being kicked off of everything, the Fantastic Beasts thing didn't, they, they didn't do that. And then I've heard other reports on that, that what happened is, is those people knew Johnny for a long time. They'd also seen their dynamic and those people, for the most part, knew she was lying, right? I mean, those were the, the, the handful of people that said, no, this is not true. And that's why they kept him on it, even with the tremendous backlash that, uh, you know, because everyone was calling for him, you know, like, well, he's got to be kicked off everything. He can't be on Pirates. He can't be on Fantastic Beasts. He's just, his career's over. He's canceled. You know, he's a horrible human. And they didn't. I mean, they didn't, uh, they didn't do it. Um, I thought you'd heard that. So, let, no, no. Let's. Is there a, is there a question that you want to hit right off the bat while I'm trying to uh, to oh, tackle yeah, I, technical issues? Yeah, I sent you a whole bunch of stuff last night. I bombarded you, and I what did I say? The first one. Okay, so yeah, so the way she love bombed him. Actually, there was a lot of questions about that. So many good questions. Like we could have done this live for like a full day. Yeah, and this not is get through all the questions. This is going to go fast. <laughs> Yeah, it is. So the love bombing and because everyone is really curious, how did she even get her foot in the door? Like, how, how did that happen? Because he was fresh out of his relationship with his the, with the mother of his children. They were together for 14 years, Vanessa. And the, he was fresh out of that. And what she told him and here's where I need to brush up on this relationship. She so OK. 
they met on the set of The Rum Diary, which was his movie that he did in dedication to his friend. So she was the gal and she said her version was there were sparks on set, but they were both involved. He was with Vanessa. She was with her ex-wife. And that was just that. So when the premiere started, when the movie came out like two years later and they were at the premiere, him and Vanessa had broken up, but no one had known yet. Like that wasn't public news. And her and her, her and her wife had actually split. I would love to know when her and her wife split, to be honest with you. That's my first question. Are we talking about Amber or are we talking about? Amber. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Amber's ex-wife. So, cause she said that it was her opportunity to, I feel it was, it was her open window because he was with Vanessa for so long. And so I guess he was a little, cause ever, I guess he was a little, um, still reeling from the loss of that relationship and he's got kids with this woman. And so his life is essentially falling apart. So she could have easily swooped in and look like the, the savior, the thing that he was looking for oh, yeah. to make everything better. Well, I think you make a great point. And actually I want to just, we, we got a, a super chat. Let me see if I can pull this up real. Oh. Whoops. If I hit the right button. Uh, and the comment is, I believed her, it's from uh, Cheryl, and it says, I believed her as well at first until I started listening to her speak and something didn't feel right. It turns out it was because she was lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty good. But, you know, but the thing is, though, is, is like what you're talking about. It's like these people, since they're not basically, they're, they're opportunistic, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I could see that whenever she saw an opening, ditch whoever she had before because mm-hmm. their relationships aren't real. They're, they're, uh, let me see if I can switch this around. And they, it, it's, it's, so it's easy for them to go, okay, I'm married to this person. I love this person. Everything's great. Oh, wow. There's a, another opportunity that might get me to my goal. Well, I'll just yeah. jump on that. And it's yeah. just, it's, I mean, it's a pattern that just repeats over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's just it because if you think if you're an actress, if, if you're want to be like, she wanted to be it. Right. Who else better to, t- to attach yourself to essentially? Yeah, exactly. Like there was that opening and she took it and she really did morph into, and he said that, and you can even see it in, in her clothing. She went from dressing very, like she was very girl. Like, I don't, I don't want to call it girly, because that's just an insult to people. Anyway, I don't want to insult anyone, but she was very feminine. Let's say that she was very feminine. Okay. She would wear be- beautiful, lovely dresses. And then when she got with him, she went more rock and roll. Like she would wear the hats that he would wear, right. it, like the rings. Like she would just kind of, she morphed into his physical female twin and it, you could see it. And then she, her friend said that even the things in her house would start to morph into what Johnny liked, not what she liked. Really? Like, like they, they saw, they saw it happen. And so she, she definitely, and then, so she, I guess what happened, cause he's a huge reader. He's an avid reader okay. and, and he loves, um, hardback hardcovers, like old hardcovers. She got rid of all her books and brought in all these old antique hardcover books. And I, and I just question why would you like, your books are your books. I don't know. I, I am a reader and I, I love my books. I would never get rid of them in order to appease someone else because that's what they like. But, but let me ask you this. So he didn't know, right? I mean, so she's doing all this stuff in preparation. I mean, so it's not like he came over to her house, saw all these other books. And then the next time it's like, oh, there's all this stuff. So this was very manipulative from the start. It's like, I, I'm morphing into the perfect person to to be to be the person you always wanted, right? Yeah, and the the thing is this is where I get a little I I don't want to say I have sympathy for her, but I kind of do. I don't think she does it knowingly. I think it's subconscious. Oh, I think so too. I think it's a subconscious thing. She's like this is the only way anyone can love me or like me or think I'm worthy of anything. So I need to like what they like. I need to be everything that they enjoy Yeah. and they get pleasure out of life. And if I don't do this, like if I'm just me on my own, I'm not good enough. 
So I, I never want to say she, she did it on purpose. I never want to say she did it in a malicious way. I just think it's just the way she does it. Now, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about, because what I said kind of, and, and, and we talked previously about this and, and we're, we're about this specific issue. And I think you're right. I think, I think the fundamental thing that people need to realize with damaged people who are like this, like what we are, are saying Amber Heard, you know, is showing these characteristics of, mm-hmm. you're talking about somebody who's a deeply hurt person who, who's grown up in a toxic environment, right? And her mm-hmm. family was toxic, right? From what yeah. everything I've, I've heard. Yeah. So it's, it's very common for these people to live in this state of, of, you know, basically fear and disappointment of themselves, not believing that, like you said, they're good enough. And they do. They just morph into whoever they need to be to get the validation of what it is. But the problem is, is it's all fake. So right. it, that's why these things, flame, that's why even our situations flame out is because it's not real. It's not based on a genuine uh, commonality. It's, it's based on a lie. And the person, mm-hmm. the problem is, is that the person that's the target, like in this situation, Johnny, you don't see that. You see some, and then you take somebody who is an, an outstanding, I mean, she's an, a good actress and is able to put on, you know, play the emotions, play everything, play her part to try to basically suck this person in. Mm-hmm. But, it, but fundamentally she doesn't feel worthy of it. So then it's a self-sabotaging thing. That's right. And then it just turns into this disaster of what, you know, what's, what we're now seeing play out on federal or in court in, in uh, the UK, right? That's where yeah. they're doing this current trial. Yeah, it just it just ended a couple of months ago at the in the high court, and still waiting but, on that verdict. Well, I was going to say it ended, but it's not. There's no verdict. It's still no, just no verdict yet. So let me there. Let's see. I was gonna we we kind of touched on that question. Let me see if I can scroll down. Uh, let's see. Almost. Well, here's one from a person who said, "I'd like to hear more about the evidence of the so-called three-day hostage situation." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. where's the medical report on her, her cuts, her bruises, her scrapes, scrapes, whatever. Yeah. I might be wrong. I've read a lot of coverage. So, but let me just, just to, to set this up, um, she has done a, 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 just an amazing smear campaign against Johnny Depp, recruited yeah. a ton of flying monkeys. Yeah. And what's really, so if you could kind of go into the nuances of this and just, I mean, I guess the short version is, is all of it starting to come out that it was all a lie? I mean, she didn't even really, I mean, didn't even try to make the story believable under scrutiny, right? Well, and that's just it. Cause so, oh my God. Okay. So with her flying monkeys, like everyone's saying that all his witnesses are technically his staff. Okay. They're on his payroll. Oh, right. But those are the people that he surrounds himself with. Just because they're, they he, they get paid to do that doesn't mean that they don't actually love and respect and care for him. Like, right. That's, that's, just, that's just part of his world, and I don't think that he should be punished for that. But we forget that all of Amber's flying monkeys lived in Depp's penthouses for free for yeah. years. He surrounded him, like, well, she surrounded him with all of her friends he had one of his friends in one penthouse and the rest were all hers all her friends and family lived off him so when this ended they all had to go they all had to now pay their own mortgage pay their own way pay their own vacations so it just kind of makes sense that like who who would have the grudge oh oh oh, i see because you know as you were saying that what i would man it it, this is it's so weird how, how you, people think differently, right? And yeah. what I mean is, is as you're saying that, I'm thinking, well, okay, if you're, if you're on this gravy train, wouldn't you be turning around going, like if I was Amber's friend, wouldn't I be saying, hey, you know, c- c- calm down. You know, what are you doing? I mean, un- unless they all got together and, and convinced each other that, hey, we're going to take all this money and we'll, have, we'll still have the same thing. So just okay. side with me. Oh, see, I didn't think. See, I don't even think that way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's crazy. And I, and I never want to think that about someone, especially someone I have never met. I never right. want to think that. But, but Amber's also very good at smear campaigning. She started the smear campaign, and like he had a lot of stuff going on. And definitely one of the incidences, he, he had a, a meeting with his financial people and he found out he lost a lot of money. And in her, in her, any of her documents, she never mentions 
that he had this horrible bad day. He never, she never mentioned that he was late to her party because of this meeting. Like, and then she tried to, and then the entire time she just kept telling people it was her birthday party. And she kept telling people he was upstairs and he wouldn't come down. Meanwhile, he's over, not even in the building. He's He's at a financial meeting. So she was very good at that. So I have to wonder if, a lot of people were just um, smeared into it, like if, if they were no. just gaslit into it or if there was a I think there's one or two that absolutely knew what she was doing and they were just on it for the ride. We all know that there's people yeah. out there that do that. So, But I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, because, you know, I mean, you take information at face value. I mean, if mm-hmm. if I'm at somebody's party and I'm like, hey, where's Johnny at? Oh, you know, he's having a day and he's not coming down. And you're like, oh, wow, well, that's kind of an ass. I mean, geez, it's the birthday party. I'm like, dude, you're an actor. Fake it for a little while, right? I mean, exactly. it's like, that's exactly. kind of the thought process. But it's amazing how you can incept an idea into someone's mind really easily. And then you take into a situation where if he is having that bad day and then he comes in, and, and a lot of people, a lot of guys, or a lot of, a lot of us out there <laughs> who dealt with this, you get, this is exactly what happens. You get baited into a situation. You're You're not like overtly smeared. It's just like, Hey, you know, you know, man, I don't know why he's not coming down. I'm really disappointed. And then he, the person come, walks in and they're having a bad day and you're already primed to think, wow, what an ass. Yeah. And you don't know the other information. And, and most of the time you're not, he's not going to come in and say, Hey everybody, I just had a horrible day. I just lost a hundred million dollars because of a bad deal or something. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, Oh, okay. Well, Amber said this, and then I'm seeing this. So that means she's true. So that means her credibility keeps ticking up except for the people who have had more discernment and are watching it going, Hey, wait a minute. That's not, that's not right. I wanted to hit one comment real quick. Um, Jerry says a lot, if it pops up, a lot of people are, a lot of Johnny Depp's witnesses are no longer on his payroll, but still tell the truth. Yeah. So, yeah. And and, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but I think that the, the, the second part about that, and correct me if I'm wrong, is a lot of the people that aren't under Amherst sphere of influence anymore have turned on her. Right. Yeah. yeah. I they're, mean, they're starting to drop like flies. So, oh, this is DC says she merged with him. I hadn't heard it said that way, but that's a, that's an interesting way of saying it. That's kind of, I, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. DC. I like that. Yeah. Cause she does. Yeah. That's, that's actually a better way of saying that she love bombed. She did. She merged into with, yeah, I like that. Oh, this is another good one. Captain Obvious. This is perfect. I love the- <laughs> Captain, Captain Obvious says she thinks everyone is on his payroll, including the LAPD. So she thinks yes. that everyone's against her, right? Yeah. Is that what the deal is? Yeah. She, because the very last night um, that they were technically married, mm-hmm. she, she said this whole thing happened and they had the cops come. They ha- and the cops are saying that they didn't see anything. They didn't see any damage to the house, nothing on her face, no, nothing like that. And she's saying that they're lying. And she, so she, now she wants to know what gifts he has given the LAPD, what communication she, like he's had with the LAPD. What are the, so all she's saying essentially is don't call the cops in LA because especially for this kind of situation, because they're not going to help you because they're going to be on the other guy's side. Especially for a woman, that's that's a horrible message. That's you, a horrible, horrible message. You know, if I can find this, um, I'm going to see if I because this this would be a segue into yeah, it's the last comment I had. So we'll jump to this one. I can't put it on the screen, but I'll just read it. And it says, okay. "What impact do you imagine this has on domestic violence victims thinking of coming forward? Will it encourage male victims? Discourage females? Will it be good? Uh, will it all be good in the end at the?" as at domestic violence is being acknowledged more. What do you think the impact of this whole case is on uh, the domestic violence issue? Well, I I have to be honest. I've had a lot more men come forward to me personally and tell me their story. So they're able to, to get it out and, and off, off their heart and, and start to process the whole thing. Right. But I don't know if it's, I think it's been a, a huge hindrance. I would think be- so. Because she jumped on the train with the Believe All Women. Mm-hmm. And even as a woman, I know how women behave. I've watched them do it. So yeah. no, I don't believe all women. I have a huge problem with that. Huge problem. And we should be believing men too. I think we should. I'm all about hearing everyone's. I want to hear everyone. I want everyone to have their opportunity to speak. Right. 
but we're not going to take face value. Like we're going to take, we're going to look at it. Yeah. It's tough. I think, I think overall it's probably going to hurt it because anybody who's been a real, okay. See the, the crazy part is, and I mean, and the, and the, People here are living, I mean, we've all lived, well, most of it, right? I mean, unless people are just coming into this just because of the Amber Heard uh, story. I mean, Leslie and I, mm -hmm. for anybody who's new, I mean, most of us are, we focus in our, the niche is helping people in toxic relationships basically mm -hmm. break free and get, get your life back. So for our community and for us personally, we've dealt with a lot of, the, a lot of this stuff. But I can see how a person who is really in, a, in, a, in an abusive relationship and who is already has a ton of fear about what their 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 partner, whether it's a male or a female, uh -huh. is going to do. Yeah. I could see how something like this is like, oh my god, you know, everyone believes in anyways, you know, or them. I'll say them because it's both yeah. ways. I mean, maybe I'll just I'll just I'll I'll just just won't say anything, or I'll just get out and keep my mouth shut. And I I think I don't know. I mean, I, overall, I hope that it makes it better so that. One, hopefully people who are an abuser and is, are looking to do that silver bullet and try to destroy somebody will be, will think, well, and they won't. I mean, the problem is they won't think things through, but at least there'll be more of a consequences. And, and realistically, if she loses this, this is serious, right? I mean, this is, this, this isn't like the normal story where you go to family court, you get smeared, you go through it for a couple of years, and then maybe the judge realizes it and it's like, okay, you guys are both knuckleheads, knock it off, and there's no accountability. And we just, for the most part, have to suck it up and just deal with it. I mean, I think yeah. Johnny has a benefit that he has. I mean, I know he's lost millions of dollars but he still has millions of dollars to be able to hire a legal team and really go through this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's almost like every time, like every time I catch her in a lie, cause I go through everything with the fine tooth comb and every time I catch her in a lie, it's almost like I'm, I'm redoing my own. Like, cause I, I didn't do this with my own. I just, Oh wow. I didn't process it as much as I probably should have now, you know, looking back at it now, I think, wow, because I get a little, I get a little bit of satisfaction personally because, and I, and I think of him, I think, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, because they do a lot of the same things. They say a lot of the same things. So every time I catch that lie, it's like that personal vindication. I, I just want to jump in on that. Just so, so people, in, in case you miss that, what Leslie's talking about is her ex husband guy person is doing the same thing minus the poop in the bed, which we'll get to in a minute, um, <laughs> that Amber Heard is doing. And, and the reality is, is a toxic narcissistic person who, who's probably if they could get diagnosed would have a personality disorder. They follow the same playbook. Now, granted, there are some, you know, there's some, you, you know, there's some techniques that probably women do more than men, but at the core, it's the same patterns of behavior. It's in, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So once you, and the thing is, once you see the behavior, you can't unsee it. And that's why this has become yeah. such, such an uproar within the DV community, because like everyone, like she's saying that everyone that supports Depp is like are some Russian bot. Like she is shocked yeah. and appalled that all these people are standing up for him and how he still has fans. But I'm not a fan. I like my fangirl status left me like 23 years ago. And uh, like I, I do enjoy his movies, but he's still just a human being, just like everybody else. Oh right, yeah. And so it's just the fact that I would, I would still do this if it was anybody else getting this amount of damage done in their life. Right, I, right. I would still dig through and figure out what is going on. But you know, the the interesting part about that is, the, and I, I'm the same way now, right? It's like I hear. I hear a story, like I think when I first heard this, I'm, I'm now just, I'm like, okay, what's really going on? Because it's like every time something comes up now, I'm a little bit more cautious of believing what the story is. It's like, all right, what is really going on? And, mm -hmm. and I think it's, I mean, it's crazy that, well, unfortunately, that's, that's the mess we get into. You, you go through this and people believe the other person and you're sitting here going, holy crap. I mean, like I, I remember, like I said, I haven't watched a lot of it, but I remember one interview or one story I either read and Johnny's like, look, you know, 
my kids are being beat, you know, basically bullied at school now mm-hmm. because they think I'm a, I'm a, a wife beater and I didn't do it. And what some of the recordings were like, you know, well, who's going to believe you? I mean, see, that's, that's the difference with this is these, they were both recording each other. Like, so when they were recording, they knew, right? I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like somebody was, I mean, a co- except for a couple incidents, for the most part, the recordings were joint, right? It's like they sat down, they both turned on their phones, they both hit record. So they knew they were being recorded, correct? Yes. Amber, Amber has, uh, she did not, she never, they did when they sat down, because this is actually something that's, that's really healthy in relationships. When you're, when you're having communication issues, you sit down, you record it. So you can see how you're talking to each other because she speaks to him horribly behind closed doors, her tone and just the way she speaks to him and berates him and everything is just disgusting. Yeah. But she was recording people without their knowledge. So, but the recordings of Johnny, were those, were those without all of them? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That kitchen, the the kitchen cupboard one, the one that I sent you last night. That was the the first one that came out, right? No, that was the extended version. But I mean that, but what originally came out was a short version with him throwing stuff around and then like, you're recording me and he grabs a phone and it made him look like, and then, and she said that right after that, he beat her. Right. I mean, that's where, but I mean, I, what, what I think is amazing is, is we have, I mean, a high profile situation and you have on recordings, her saying to him, you know, basically shaming him and being dismissive, you're a piece of crap. And I'm paraphrasing, but I remember hearing a couple of parts where it's like, no one will ever believe you. No one, you know, you could say whatever you want, but I'm going to tell him that you did all of this and no one will believe you. Yeah. I mean, so she- every single one of us have heard that too. That's the thing like that. I think that's the thing that like wrapped around everyone's spine, like steel. They're like, oh, uh, no. I've heard yeah. that and I know what was going on in my life when I heard that. Yeah. I mean, so that's why I think this is a, a really, I mean, I, I really feel bad for, for Johnny and I feel bad for his kids. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. And my, and this is one of the telling things, whenever your ex-wife comes out in your defense or your previous two relationships come out and say, look, with this person forever, we're not married, we're divorced, but that's, this is not him. You know, this is not the person, but I was going to, I was just thinking that the way she, way Amber tried to deal with that is say, oh, well, he's doing drugs now there, you know, he might not write. Am I correct on that? Is that how she tried to spin that? Yeah. And actually see, because this whole, this whole thing of her evidence and all of these things that she's got, he didn't start, he fell off the wagon when he got with her, which is actually very telling of her. Right. Yeah. Because I think. A, a lot of people in this situation turn to things that they wouldn't necessarily turn to because it was an escape to numb, to numb out, just right, to, right. just not to deal. So he fell off the wagon. And so he fell off the wagon even before they got married. And she was using that as such a, well, you were, you were doing all of these things. So I think she saw that as an opening. It's a perfect gaslight opening. It's, it's like girl on the train get them, you know, allow them to fall off. And we don't, I don't know what to you, say that. Yeah. Well, but it's, I mean? but it's a control mechanism, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's exactly. like, it, it's, yeah. it's one, they need chaos. Yeah, and totally. if, if they can bring more chaos into it, then it, it almost, it will not almost, it makes it, it makes it easier for them to hide under the mask and the facade. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I'll just, I'll ask this to the, to the poll. I mean, if anyone can relate to this, you know, say yes, but how many times have, have, if you were doing okay, did your toxic, narcissistic, you know, suspected ex just completely out of the blue come up with some catastrophe to, to completely dysregulate you, to make you, you know, like, holy crap, what just happened? Oh, I am a crappy person. I can't be happy. And, 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 and in the heat of the moment, you don't know. Yeah. And I mean, and I could yeah. abs- I mean, I know there's be- patterns of behavior that I started doing and, and I mean, I would... Uh, I would, oh, e- eating was my big thing. So I was gaining a ton of weight. Thank, and I thank God I didn't drink because I'm sure that would have just gone down a different path. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can see how that happens. And, and I guess anyone who's out there dealing with this, you need to be aware of it. That is, that is a tactic, right? They try to bring out not the best of you, but the worst of you. Yeah. Yes. And, and also, cause when we're at our worst, it's so easy to say, Look at them over there. So all the attention is on us and right. they get to run around and and do all of the things that they're doing. So I and there there is in one of the audios you could hear her offering him his Xanax. Oh shoot, I don't know if I could have said that or not. 
Sorry, I no. don't know. Um, she, she handed him something and then complained that he was taking these things. Like, well, you handed it to him on a silver platter. Like, right. it's like she liked him in that state because it took all the attention off of her and what she was doing. So I want to grab a different, different mm. question. Yeah. Well, we kind of hit this, but I'll say it. It goes, you know, how let's, you know, the question was how Amber at, actually transformed in the Johnny Depp female version to make him fall in love with her, how she pretended to love everything he loved, how she saw all his movies, et cetera. Uh, this is actually one of the scariest things about her personality. We kind of hit that, but do we want to dive into that, dive into that a little bit more? Well, she originally, she told him that she loved all his movies. And then he said later that he found out that she had never seen any of his movies. And I keep thinking, how is that even humanly possible? Wow. Like, wow. A, a gal in her thirties has never even like he, and he's, and it's not like he does one genre. Like he's done a, like oh, such he's a pol wide prolif range. Pro prolific, right? I mean, if that's the exactly. word, I mean, everywhere from te television to movies to, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how, how is that? possible that you've never seen him so i don't know if she said that afterwards just to dig the knife in maybe they were arguing and she said that just to dig the knife like yeah remember that time i told you i loved all your movies never seen a one of them we we know they do this as a tactic oh yeah absolutely so it's it's hard to it's hard to say if she just used it i'm sure she she but like screw like she went through every single frame of every single movie of his probably she was at the public enemy when uh, the premiere of Public Enemies, they weren't supposed to be seen together, and she was at the premiere chasing him around. Yeah, I like think there's all this video coming out now of her technically like inserting herself into his life at every possible chance. See, that's and and that's the sad part is if you're a target of these of these people, especially if you're vulnerable, you are you're at a significant disadvantage because one, you don't. Until you've been through it, you don't believe that someone would do that, right? right. So you would take the, their interests and um, their responses as genuine. And, yes. you know, I mean, I, and I can look back in my own situation how that person, you know, when I was 19, she was 21, I mean, was just the picture perfect thing of, of thing is not the right word, but I mean, you know, of, of what I was looking for. It's like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're love the things I like. We have the same goals. We have the same, oh, you know, wow. I mean, how do you find somebody that's just has your same type of little quirks and, and, you know, interests and holy cow, you know, we're going to be in this together and stuff. I mean, and, and people who, who haven't been through this now, I'm sure, John, I'm sure Johnny's got it figured out now, but mm. until you've been through this, you don't see the warning signs. You don't, you, and you don't even listen to them. If you have something in your gut saying something's not right. You're like, oh my God, but this is so perfect. I mean, how am I so lucky that I've met this per this wonderful, beautiful, talented, you know, talking about Amber, person who is just such a compliment, you know, mm -hmm. to my life and, and it, this will yeah. be great and it'll be just perfect. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I think we all fall into that. Yeah. Let me, yeah, uh, is there another, I know. We're, we are, it's already 6.38, so we're, the time's running out. I'm going to look at the comments. Do you want to hit another another topic while I'm just seeing what people are saying? Uh, da, 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 da. There is a whole bunch. Okay, we did that one. Did that one. See, I, I saw one. Um, I, man, think the chat's actually going pretty, pretty. Oh, Cheryl said this. I'm going to grab this one. And it says, uh, DSD... How in the how in the heck was he supposed to stay sober with all this happening? She was driving him to uh, self harm. This was the and basically that was the plan, I believe. Do you, has there been any more information about that with all the stuff you've been going through? Not really. Uh, she just likes to point the finger that he kept like he was he was oscillating wagon no wagon, and he even said. And here's the thing that really hit home for me. He said every three or four, they'd be good for three or four months. And then kaboom. I was like, ah. Oh. And then as the incidents start to get closer and closer together, you can see the demise of their relationship. So the incidents would be further apart. And then they would get shorter and shorter, like three in one month. 
So if we just, if we, if we take all of her incidences that she's put to him and we mm -hmm. just flip the people, it's very easy to see how like that, because the relationship, the, because that, that sweet period, that nice, nice period of that three months right. would get shorter because yeah. they, they can't keep it up. Like I, I remember at the very, very end of mine, everything would be good in the morning. And within the afternoon, I was a complete monster. Oh, wow. So like, and it does like it, it'll go from everything's fine for a couple of months. And because they want to keep you on eggshells, they want to keep you off balanced. So the more you're unbalanced, the more they're able to get away with their stuff because we can't focus on the issue at hand. We're just trying to focus on keeping our lid on. Well, and, and then I think the other in, our issue with that is, is it, you know, in the beginning you're still holding on to, I'm sure he was too. He's holding on to that illusion that they started with. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. so she has bad days, but the real person, see, that's, I think everyone falls into that. You start out thinking the real person is that, that lovely little butterfly, that cute little bunny rabbit that you met in the beginning. And now you got this ravenous, you know, you know, badger, whatever, honey badger. And it's like, oh my God. But it's like, okay, but that's just, that's the anomaly. You know, the react, I mean, and it takes time to realize that I just, and I, I just can't live that way anymore. And I think I remember hearing one of the recordings where he was saying basically that it's like, look, I love you. I would love this to work, but this isn't working. We're, we yeah. can't live. I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. And those were some of the ones where he, she was really being vicious to him. I mean, just emotionally, right. I mean, just tearing him down. Right. Yeah. And if, if she was doing that, like those were never meant for public consumption. So this right. is how she talks to him behind closed doors on a regular basis, I'm sure. Because if this was a new way that she was talking to him, I'm sure he would have said, like, what's with the tone? Like, why are you speaking to me like this? Like, yeah. this was normal. This was a normal conversation for for both of them. And that that right there is very um, concerning. Telling, yeah. yeah, very concerning and very, very telling. I think... Uh... What you just said is is uh, super important in that this is why boundaries are so important, right? When people start to do like what he should have probably or what he should have done is the second that the behavior switched, been able to say, "This is not acceptable. We we that this is going to stop, and we're going to get help, or it's done." And I yeah. and I think it's probably easier for for people like us who've been through this, and pro hopefully most of the people listening. To where you can say, "Hey, I've already been, I've been, been, you know, been there, done that, and I'm not doing this again. So this isn't acceptable. You need to knock it off." And I think what happens is, 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 well, I not I think I know what happens is, is your your boundaries keep getting pushed farther and farther and farther back, yeah. and you keep yeah. you because you don't want to destroy the relationship. You still feel for whatever reason. I think most of the time it's because you know you're invested in this other person. Mm -hmm. And you allow things to happen because it's like, if you put your foot down, the relationship could be over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And saying that we need to be okay with the relationship being over. Oh man, that is so important. I had another. We need to be okay with it. Like, like yeah. I tell people that all the time and they get really upset with me. I'm like, well, what's worse living the rest of your life like this yeah. or be, being alone for a little bit and going to find something that's going to actually bring you joy for the rest of your life. Less. It's okay. you, that is such a critical point. And I think yeah. everyone needs to understand that is you need to be okay with yourself. You need to be okay in your own company because mm -hmm. that way, when everything, when things start to go South, you can say, you know what? I'm okay alone. I don't need chaos in my life. I'm not going to allow it and I'm not fearful of it. So no, this is a hard break. I'm going to grab this real quick. It's another mm -hmm. super chat. Uh, from Cheryl again, it says, don't forget she tried to get him to sleep with her during the restraining order to get his DNA to, oh my God, is that true? Yeah. To get his DNA to make worse claims against. Let me read that because I, I had a, I'm a I, my brain seized up. Don't forget <laughs> she tried to get him to sleep with, with her during the restraining order to get his DNA to make worse claims against him. Seriously? Well... I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on to get the DNA, but it, it lines up. It oh lines my God. It sounds like it would, he would have been yeah, toased. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he, she got the restraining order and then kept reaching out to him. And so finally they met up in San Francisco and she was recording it. And she was like, give me a hug. Like, can I have a hug? And he's like, 
no, you cannot. You cannot have a hug. She was trying everything under the sun to get him into bed during a restraining order. Now that's, I don't know about in Canada, that's entrapment like that. She could have definitely gotten in trouble for that, but apparently in the States, it's not the case. So I've been told, I don't, I don't know how it works there, but here it is definitely a big, uh, uh, you just don't do that. She, she could, if she was in Canada, she would have gone to jail for that. I'm sure. But she did everything under the sun to, she said that the restraining order was just something that her lawyer said she needed to do in order to protect herself. And when we look at everything, when we look at everything, you're like, no, you didn't get what you wanted. And that's why you unleash the hounds. You know what? And, I, and I'm, I'm glad you made that point because that is so common. When, when mm-hmm. you said that, how many times have people out there heard that where it's like, oh, well, I, I, I'm, I didn't want to do it. I just, you know, the court told me to do it or they, you know, they said I needed to do this. It's like they, they shift it to someone else. I'm just this innocent oh, person. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do this, you know, or yeah. you did it because, you know, you forced it and it's just happening. I can't, you know, oh my God, I don't know how many times I've heard stuff like that too. It's, yeah. oh, it's not me. That's just, that's just what the court said, or that's just what I was advised to do. Guys, here's the deal. And, and Leslie just made it just to drive this point home. Yeah. These people don't follow someone else. They do exactly what they want. What they do is they find people who uh, support their agenda and will allow them to do it, and then they'll blame them for it, but they're doing exactly what they want to do and how they want to do it. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and this blame shifting every single turn, she will not take responsibility for absolutely anything nothing even things that come out of her face in an audio she'll say that's not what we were talking about that's not the conversation we were having johnny was not cooperating with me that day there's no talking to him so i just told him whatever he needed to hear dear god oh yeah yeah so and and the crazy part is one it's crazy making and then it's like okay (laughs) it's in in that quick mindset to like oh well well i of course i said that because i just was trying to diffuse i was just trying to diffuse the situation i mean it's all (laughs) You know, and the sad part is, is somebody who's, who doesn't know would be like, oh, okay, I could see myself doing that. I mean, you're in a really stressful situation, you know, you're, you're, you're in fear. So of course you're going to say whatever you need to say to, to make the situation stop and to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then the poor person who's the, and see this, the whole, the sad part about this is there are times where in a, in a real situation, that's exactly what somebody would do. Right. I mean, people in domestic, real domestic violence situations, how many times I mean, do we hear stories where they do? They, they, it's like, you know, maybe they just got beat, you know, their, their eyes bleeding. And it's like, well, here, let me make you your favorites. You know, you make, well, I don't know, maybe not something hot because you don't want to get dumped on you. But I mean, you do something to try to mitigate it. Oh, here, let me get you your favorite pillow, you know, and, and you're trying to, to relax. And then you go in the back room and, and you're, you're, you're having an emotional breakdown. Mm-hmm. So the sad part is, is these people, um, usurped other people's stories and 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 experiences which we should get into that if we can yeah we should do that at the end you know to to try to paint this picture that they're believable i wonder if i could find oh you know what it's actually right up on the screen screen and someone said uh how about the stealing of kate james rape story and mimicking all of her victim victims actual abuse on her own stealing uh the story was horrible enough but what was even worse was Amber accusing John uh, Johnny of his sexual of this sexual violence. She accused him of committing such a heinous heinous crime on her, knowing full well she was lying. She stole the whole story. Shameful. Yeah, yeah. So what's can you go into a little bit more detail about that? Because well, I hadn't heard about that until people these questions were coming in. Yeah, and uh, so on the stand. So Kate James was her um, assistant or or something of the sort. Anyway, Kate unfortunately had this thing happened to her 27 years ago or something in Brazil. And she opened up one day and she made the horrible mistake of opening up to Amber. How was she ever to know that this was going to happen? Like the poor girl is never, ever going to trust anyone ever again. So she has the, she has this horrible thing come in and uproot her life. She, she opens up to Amber about it. And then Amber says, I'm going to use that. And she said that she felt so, so safe and so loved because Amber was asking questions about it. How did I feel? She wanted to know all of these things and to find out. And the the thing is, 
Like this is where, like if it didn't fall apart for Amber on the stand when Amber was on the stand, this is when it all came crumbling down because Kate James got on the stand in the high court and said, Amber stole my story. Wow. But you know what's so crazy? It's like all this stuff's happening and there's still not a lot of accountability towards you, right? No. No. And and I just I just want to pause for a moment on, on that because it, I know it, it happens different in a remote romantic thing, but it, it's the same when she from what you what I got out of that when you were saying that when she was was quizzing uh, Kate on that that's what these people do they they like ask questions they figure out how you tick they figure out what what your weaknesses are and uh, how they can manipulate that I'm sure I would my guess would be that after Amber knew all that to manipulate Kate, she probably was able to say, okay, I know where her vulnerabilities are. So I know her button pushes to try to get her to do what I want her to do. But they do the same thing with us. They do the same. I mean, so she did, she did something similar with Johnny and we've already talked about this, but, but by figuring out what he likes, his music, his, cause some people were talking about his music, his books, yeah. like you were talking about, yeah. you know, I mean, they, they, they really hone in on the person they're targeting to figure everything out about them. It's just really weird. Yeah, it, it's it's creepy. And so we're, we've all we've always said this that when people when getting to know people and they start to ask questions and they and when they start to like line up, oh me too, you know, I like yeah. doing this. Oh me too, I like throwing in a curveball. Like, well, I I you know one day I want to raise skunks in Alaska <laughs> and see if they want to do that too. Oh my god, that, they're out. <laughs> Exactly. I never knew anybody wanted to do that too. Yeah. 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 That's the one I, downfall I with Debbie running. and I is that she doesn't want to race skunks in Alaska. Oh dear God. Debbie, get it together. <laughs> you know, anyways, for people watching, she's my girlfriend and she's also moderating, but, but, um, yeah, but, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a, that's a good point. But let me ask you this though. You didn't get to that until you went through all this, right? I mean, until you went through it and you've been a, and, and been a, been a target of this, yeah. Now you do, you oh. make those, those, you do those steps, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and I'm fully aware that it's a little tricky, like it's a little trickster of me, but at the same time, I need to know exactly who I'm letting into the inner circle. Yeah. It's, I'm never letting that happen again. Let me tell you. Oh man. <laughs> I, oh, I hear you. You know, and yeah. I think the other thing about this and I don't, well, let me ask you this. How long did they date before? Was it a whirlwind relationship? Did they like meet and get married quick? I mean, was everything quick? No. And actually, well, I think they moved in really, really quick. Um, they met in 2012, got married in 2015, and then divorced in 2016. So from 2012 oh, wow. to 2015. Okay. Um, and he married her without a prenup. So I don't know how she did that. I don't know how she did that. Wow. But when we get, so I wanted to, I do want to talk about the three day hostage situation before we go. Cause I, I understand where. Yeah. We only got seven there. minutes. So go ahead and start talking about that. Okay. So because she didn't, because she didn't have the, the prenup when they were in Australia, he was doing pirates five or no yeah Pirates five. And apparently he started to say, I think we need to look at a post-nup and even his sister and people on her, t on his team were saying, we need a post-nup. We need a post-nup. Oh, so she's okay. in Australia and, and he's filming and that's when his finger happened. And she said it was a three day ordeal that he kept her hostage for three days. Yet she had a phone, she had an iPad, there were security, four security guards outside. Like she had more than enough and oh, there wow. was open doors. The, the bedroom that she locked herself into had a sliding door that went outside and she could have found a security guard roaming the property. Like it's not like she was not a hostage. She was not. And this but is whenever she, she cut his finger off. Yeah. So apparently what the fight was about was the post up that he wanted it. And they got into this huge fight. She threw a bottle and his story has never once shifted or changed. Hers on the other hand has changed a hundred times, but so she threw the bottle and this is where a lot of people are saying, well, if you, if you were there for three days, where are your injuries? She has scars from an injury and I never, I'm never going to assume where it came from. I don't want to do that because she obviously had something happen, but her scars were only pictures years later, four years later, she finally decides to take a picture, but she took pictures of the damage he did around the house because he, the, the house was trashed. Right. And apparently she did most of it. He he copped to what he what he said he did. 
Is this the thing in Australia? Yeah, with the finger and the the writing on the walls and everything. So he caught to the finger and like the writing of the walls, not doing the finger himself. Right. So, but if it was three days, she would have come out. I'm assuming looking a little, I never want to put Amber Heard and Rihanna in the same sentence, but I think this is very fitting. Rihanna was only in that car for a little bit and she came out looking like that. Right. Remember what remember what we looked like, and Amber came out looking almost fresh as a daisy. After three days, and we only had like a a brief moment in the car. And so, did that did that come up in the court? I mean, did so. Yeah. I mean, I and I guess the reality, and this is, I, I see one of the other questions is, and we don't, well, I'll just say it, is how is a judge not said enough is enough with the nonsense and the discrepancies in her deposition? How is she still able to request more and more and more that is so over the top? Why aren't, is it, well, they said, why aren't the lawyers stopping her? Or why isn't the system stopping her? So That's a really good question. I don't know. We would have to get a, a, a legal legal. I think part of the problem is, is that, Catching somebody in a lie is tough, and it sounds like she has been. And this is this is a civil case; it's not a family court case. So, I mean, she she should be ultimately held held accountable. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it. I think part of the problem with the with the legal system is it's it's a it's like a money machine too, right? So as long as I mean, I know we were talking about this earlier. She has new attorneys. Her other attorneys left, but so now there's a fresh new group of people that are taking her money and are, and that's what the person was talking about, right? Is there's all these new, uh, uh, what orders or whatever requesting inf- information on just all kinds of crazy stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's effectively I- using the legal system to try to abuse him through that. Oh, absolutely. She's stalking him. She's harassing him. She wants to know who he slept with in the last 10 years. And all I keep thinking is, well, you too, you need to... You're yeah. asking this, you answer too. Like all of these, like she's, she's really just said, I want to know everything from the day you were born till what you're going to do in the next 10 years. Like I need you to future predict and I need you to tell me. And, and then when it comes to her stuff, she's like, no, I'm not talking about that. Like her charitable donations. She's not talking about that. Her DV arrest herself that she had when yeah she assaulted her ex-wife. That's right. off the table. Apparently like, so as the defendant, I'd, it is amazing to me how she is able to request her past not be brought up, but every single thing of Johnny's has to be on the table the way she likes it, in the form that she likes it. And if it's not right. the right font, get rid of it. I want it's it not again. The right font. That's funny. <laughs> but that's how these people work, right? They think everything revolves around them and that their reality is real. Mm. So we are almost out of time. So Jesus, that went fast. Holy cow. I'll, I'll say this uh, before we before we completely stop, is if you guys like this and would like us to do this again, um, put it in the comments or in the chat. And uh, we'll because we, we, when we were talking before this, like there's no way, there's no way we're going to be able to get through all this stuff. Yeah. Um, anything you want to finish up on or a key point that you think is really important for people listening right now? Oh... Just for your own personal protection, just be aware of the tactics. Yeah. Like take the, take everything as, as a learning tool. And even if we have been through it, look at it again. And just as a reminder that these people are out here, these people do, they collect people to do their bidding for them. Why? I don't know. They're, these people are the people who love to stir the pot love to stir the pot and uh just just be very aware of the people in your life because i i feel horrible that johnny's going through i feel horrible that johnny's going through this the reality is you pick the wrong person and it can nearly just it can or nearly destroy your life there you go in a nutshell (laughs) all right guys I will leave uh, Leslie's information. I didn't do it. It's put in the notes, but I'll add it in there. Check her stuff out. She's still, you're still going through as new information comes up and doing an analysis of it. I think it's really, really uh, fascinating, fascinating stuff. And on that, let me see if I can get my buttons to work, which they appear like they're not. So I have to do it manually. So stand by one. Uh, Flip back over here. Hey, thanks guys for hanging out this morning. 
I appreciate it. I really appreciate Leslie coming out. Uh, I also, Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm definitely glad to have you out here. And uh, I'm going to try to hit this if it'll run. So thanks, everybody, for uh, the people who support the channel with becoming a channel member. And it looks like it's not working right. So on that, have a great rest of your day. Again, if you were interested in us doing this again, just leave a comment and we will definitely consider that. And on that, have a great rest of your day. <laughs>